you have tuned into the Motivated to Greatness podcast. I am your host, Jerome Bouveret. I want to thank you for once again joining me for this amazing time as every week we are on a journey to discovering the greatness within. Listen, I hope that this podcast is being a blessing to you and uh, that literally every week you're being empowered to go to the next level in the journey to discovering the greatness within you because there is greatness on the inside of every one of us. Now, on today's podcast, I want to talk about something that I think is very, very key. Uh, I think that all of us have encountered it at some point in time, and that is the struggles of life. You know, no matter what you may do for a living, no matter what you, uh, where you may have grown up at or what you may have grown up in, we all have struggles. And so I want to talk about some strategies to overcoming those struggles in our life because we all have them. You know, we want to overcome these things. All of us have unexpected life events that come about that we never anticipated and we never counted on. And so I want to talk about uh, for the next 25, 30 minutes or so about how do we overcome those struggles? You know, life is going to test you. Can, can I get an amen from somebody on that? Life is going to test you. It's going to give each one of us situations that we're going to be tested in. But these struggles, however, they're not meant to break us apart. They're not meant to destroy us. They're not meant to uh, cause us to want to give up. But really, they're meant to build us into the strongest version of ourselves. Do you understand that when adversity comes, when trial comes, when difficulty comes, it's there to build you, not break you. Now, we can be broken in the process, but breaking is not always a bad thing. I'm going to talk about that in just a few minutes. But but people really uh, tend to fall into a negative spiral when things are not going right. I've been there, you've been there, maybe you're there right now. And, and really what, what we do in those situations is we begin to develop unhealthy coping mechanisms. Uh, what I mean by that is is we turn to uh, alcohol, we turn to drugs, we turn to self-harm, we turn to, to things, all of these things. And I'm, I'm not saying that if you drink, you're a bad person or if you smoke, you're a bad person. I'm not saying that. But when we start to, to try to drown out life, with other things, and it may be work, it may be uh, 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 exercise. Exercise is not a bad thing, but sometimes people turn to things to drown out the circumstances of life, and and we develop unhealthy coping mechanisms when the trials or when the stress starts to come on. But but there is still hope, and maybe you say, you know, Jerome, you're coming right up my alley today. I want to I want to encourage you. There is still hope for you in the middle of this because we can learn how to cope with these situations. All of us are going to have those situations come up that we're not expecting. That's why they're called situations. So if people just seek help and see things from a different perspective. They will find that things can change and that overcoming struggles isn't as hard as what we think it is. You know, many times we blow this thing up in our mind and we say, man, this is going to be so hard to overcome this struggle in my life. But the reality of it is, it's not as hard as what you think. Robert Downey Jr., which we all know that he has had struggles throughout his life. Uh, many of you, if you say, well, who is Robert Downey Jr.? Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man. He, he he had drug 
uh, struggles. He had drug difficulties that he went through. And, and this is what he said. This is such a powerful statement that he made. He said, it's not that difficult to overcome these seemingly ghastly problems. What's hard is to decide to actually do it. He's saying it's not hard to overcome something. The hardest part is taking the first step to overcoming that thing. Now, I want to give you a scripture again. You know, I'm a minister and uh, I love the word of God as the foundation for everything that I do. And I want you to hear this word that Paul wrote to the Philippian church in Philippians 4, 6 through 7. He said this, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about anything. Be saturated in prayer. I'm going to say it again. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends all human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. So notice what he says. He said, don't be pulled in different directions. Don't be worried about the things in life, but through prayer, through talking to the Father, through talking to the Creator, offer those faith-filled requests. Tell God how you're feeling. And when you do that, his peace that goes beyond all of your human understanding will make these answers known. Now, he, he said, now he goes down in verse 12 and 13, and he says this. He just got done telling them, don't worry about nothing. Make those requests known to God. God wants you to tell him how you're feeling. If you're mad, tell him. If you're upset, tell him. If you're happy, tell him. Do you know that you can, you can tell God, God, I'm upset. I'm mad. It's all right to do that. But notice what he says in 12 and 13. He says, for I know what it means to lack. And I know what it means to experience overwhelming abundance. For I am trained in the secret of overcoming all these things, whether in fullness or in hunger. And I find that strength of Christ's explosive power infuses me to conquer every difficulty. So he says to him, don't worry about nothing. And then he says, I know what it is to go through stuff. What did Paul go through? He, he can't be like me, Jerome. His struggles can't be like me. Well, he was shipwrecked three times. He, they tried to stone him. He was left for dead multiple occasions. And not only that, but he was under house arrest. There are so many things in his life that, that, that literally set out to destroy him. But he said, I'm going to choose not to worry about the things left because I know God's got everything in his hand. Now, how do I overcome the struggles of life? They're going to happen. But how do I overcome them and move forward? I want to give you tonight six things, and, and, and I hope I'm going to get all of this in one podcast. We will see. But I'm going to give you six things to overcoming those struggles and then moving forward. Number one, build a boundary. Build a boundary. Listen, the seed for change has to come from your, from your mind. I'm going to say it again. The seed for change has to come from your mind. When you're going through these struggles in life, it feels like you're running in circles. Anybody ever been there? Have you ever been in a place where it feels like you're just repeating the cycle over and over and over and that you're not making any progress? Well, in these type of situations, if you find yourself in those struggles, you find yourself in those patterns, here's the key. You have to make the decision that I am drawing a line in the sand right now. I am drawing a line that signifies that things are going to be better from now on. Are you catching it? You're saying, 
I am making the choice to change my mindset. I'm building a boundary that I'm not going to allow these circumstances to destroy me. I'm going to not allow these circumstances to control me. I am making the decision that everything is better from now on. Yes, in that time or in those times, you may fail again. You may not necessarily hold to that boundary the way that you wanted to or keep that positive thought process. But, but, you're going to learn from those failures. You're going to pick yourself back up. See, when things get overwhelming, hear me closely. When things get overwhelming, yes, even the gentlemen that are listening listening to me t- t- today, it's okay to cry and feel broken in those times. It's okay to feel like I don't understand what's going on. I think many times, especially in the church world, we are told to suppress our feelings. Don't be controlled by your feelings. But the reality of it is, is we have them. We are born with them. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel broken at times because in those times, what you're doing is you're taking small steps. You remember what I've been saying this entire time on these podcasts, and I say it every week, and I'll probably say it every week some point, is Faith is taking the first step even when you can't see the entire staircase. That was quoted by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. So you need to understand that even in these times when you feel broken, you're taking that small step. So you got to establish that mental barrier. You got to, uh, 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 that boundary rather. You got to establish that mental boundary that will help, help you see things from a fresh perspective and leave all the anxiety, all the shame, all the guilt, and all the resentment in the past. The key here is this. It is to decide that you will keep a positive attitude through all the ups and the downs and even the self-sabotage. You have to build that boundary. You have to say, I'm going to keep a positive attitude no matter how difficult it may get, no matter how dumb I may have been, no matter what may come against me, I am going to keep a positive attitude. You got to build that boundary with yourself. Your attitude My attitude is the key to overcoming struggles in life. I'm going to say it again. The key to overcoming the struggles is you have to have the right attitude. See, we change our behavior when the pain of staying the same becomes greater than the pain of changing. I'm going to say it again. We change our behavior when the pain of staying the same becomes greater than the pain of changing. Consequences give us the pain that motivates us to change. So the first step to overcoming the struggles in life and moving forward is you have to set a boundary. Number two, you have to take lessons from other people. You have to learn to take lessons from other people. Listen, If you do this, it's going to take an immediate weight off your shoulders. Nobody in this world has ever achieved anything on their own. I don't care who you are. I don't care how good you are. I don't care how many degrees you have. You have never achieved anything doing it on your own. Every one of us needs mentors. We need colleagues. We need role models to reach their goals. You need somebody to study as a student so you can become a teacher that others study. I'm going to say it again. You need somebody that you can study as a student so that in life you can be a teacher that other students look at and look up to. So we all need mentors. We need colleagues. We need role models. So that we can learn from their mistakes 
and use their strategies. Success is this. Success is a result of following certain patterns. Success is a result of following certain patterns. See, when we study these patterns, we will see success. You listen, you want, you want emotional strength? You, you want to be able to have mental stability? Then here's one of the things you can do. Exercise daily and keep a gratitude journal. Write it down. What am I thankful for today? What am I uh, positive about today? You want happiness and fulfillment? Give back to the community. Give back to the poor. Give back to the needy. Nurture your relationships. See, overcoming struggles will become easy once you adapt the patterns of successful people who have overcome the same struggles. Overcoming those struggles, it's going to be easy to overcome. And get easier to overcome as you begin to glean from, adapt from, learn from the patterns of those who have gone before you and they've overcome those things. Listen, I need you to catch this one statement right here. The expert in anything was once a beginner. The expert in anything was once a beginner. The third step is never stop trying. Never stop trying. When something isn't working, learn to let go sometimes. Try something else. Sometimes what we never try can have tremendous impact on our life. I'm going to say it again. Sometimes what we never try can have tremendous impact on our life. But never stop trying. Never give up. Okay, so maybe this particular thing didn't work out. Maybe you need to go in a little different lane. Never stop trying. See, you will never know how much you can accomplish until you try it. Never stop trying. Your miracle will come in undefined moments. Your miracle will come in undefined moments, which means when you least expect it, when you least are looking for it, that's when it's going to show up. That's when it's going to manifest. So never stop trying because your miracle will come in those undefined moments of life. Number four, let go of hard feelings. This is so key to overcoming the struggles of life. You have to learn to let go of those hard feelings. You say, Jerome, you don't know what I've gone through with this person. You don't know what I've gone through with this boss, with this spouse, with this child. You have to let go of those hard feelings. See, in order to truly move on in life, you have to let go of the anger. You have to let go of the guilt. You have to let go of the resentment. Why? Because you have to forgive others. Not for their sake, but for your sake. You don't forgive other people for them, but you forgive other people because you want to be better. You know, I've always said it, zero plus zero still equals zero. A negative with a negative is still a negative. And so you have to learn to let go of the anger, let go of the guilt, let go of the resentment. Listen, I understand that maybe they have hurt you to the core. Maybe they have, have just destroyed your self-image. Learn to let that go. And I'm actually going to be dealing with that in a future podcast very, very soon about having a healthy self-image. But you have to learn to let these 
things go. Why? Because harboring a negative feeling towards anything or anyone, it only does one thing. It only sucks the energy out of your life. They're not losing sleep over your anger. They're not losing sleep over the way you feel. You're losing sleep over it. You're losing uh, uh, your energy over it. You're walking around worried about it. They're not worried about it. See, negative only affects you. It only affects me. So harboring those negative feelings towards anything or anyone will only suck your energy. Realize, here's the key. Realize we are all human. And all of us at times have made bad decisions. You say, well, I didn't make a decision like they did. That decision, listen, bad decisions are bad decisions. Yes, the consequences of those decisions may be greater at times, but we all probably can look back at our life and say, you know what? I'm not real proud of that part right there. I'm not real happy about that part right there. So we all have made mistakes. We're all human. So it's essential to let go of what others did to you or what you couldn't do in the past. It's important to let these things go. You know, it's important not only to forgive others, but to forgive yourself. Maybe it's a a dream you had that you let go of, or maybe you didn't act right in a situation and you're living with your head down, or maybe you didn't know you didn't treat that person right. And you're just, you're walking around and not forgiving yourself. Listen, let it go. In the words of Frozen, let it go, let it go. Because you will cause yourself to walk around with no energy, when you don't let it go. Listen, you can't be hard on yourself and treat yourself like you are are anything other than your own best friend. You know who your best friend should be? You. You should be your best friend. You, You should be the one that you invest in the most. See, this will help you overcome these struggles in life. Unforgiveness. How am I gonna liken unforgiveness? Unforgiveness is like debris or garbage. It's like debris or garbage. If you continue to pile it up, your mind's going to be occupied with the unwanted and there's going to be no space for the needed. If you continue to pile up this debris of unforgiveness and ill-feeling and and, 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 and hatred and negative thought processes, processes about someone or something, eventually what's going to happen is your mind is going to be so full of that that there's no space for what you do need in life. So you have to learn to let it go. Next, you have to learn to execute the right plan. Execute the right plan. This is so key. People execute the wrong plan all of the time. What do you mean, Jerome? What are you talking about? People often know what to do, but they get stuck in a rut repeating the same old mistakes. If you have a plan to set a boundary, and you have a plan to change your mind, and you have a plan to let go of the negative feelings, then execute the plan. Execute the right plan in your life. Why do we execute the wrong plan? And we've all done it. We've all been guilty of it. Why do we execute the wrong plan? Here's why. Because it's easy to let the weak version of yourself win. Why do we continue to repeat the cycles? Why do we continue to execute the wrong plan in life? Because it is easier to let the weak version of you win the battle. It's easy to numb yourself and be self-destructive and take on these bad habits and these thought processes. It's easier to do that 
than to fight to execute the right plan. What is the solution if you find yourself in these ruts? Learn to do things even when you don't feel like doing them. Learn to do them. Learn to be positive even if you don't feel like being positive. Learn to be supportive even if you don't want to be supportive. Learn, learn these right patterns. See, life is like going to the gym. You don't ever want to work out, but after you're done, you feel amazing. Nobody wants to get up at 5 a.m. and go at midnight, whatever the case may be. Nobody wants to do that. But when you execute that plan, when you when you stick to that plan, you come out of there feeling better. You come out of there with energy. You come out of there with mental clarity. A goal without a plan is just a wish. I'm going to say it again. A goal without a plan is just a wish. So you have to execute the right plan. And the last step, the last key to overcoming the struggles of life and moving forward is you have to conquer your mind. You have to conquer your mind. See, the mind is everything. The thought process is everything. You can either let your emotions overwhelm you or you can create positive emotions with positive action. See, thoughts feelings, and even physical pain. They are like clouds in the sky. They come and they go. It's like the Michigan weather, 49 degrees one day and two days later in the middle of a snowstorm. Positive emotions, these thoughts, these feelings, pain, negative emotions, all of these things are like clouds. They're going to come and they're going to go. They're going to go. Listen, don't identify too much with the negative feelings. And learn to have control over your mind, over your thought process. The mind is the key to overcoming the struggles. What did the Apostle Paul say to the church in, in, in Philippians 4, 6 through 7? He said, don't be pulled in different directions. In other words, don't let the circumstances pull you out of who you really are. Don't let the circumstances dictate to you how you're going to react. Don't let the circumstances dictate to you how you're going to see these things. See, we have to learn to to literally to take control and conquer our mind. The mind is the key. See, you have to become aware of what you feel in your thought processes. You have to become aware of why am I thinking this way? What is my thought process in, the, in this situation? See, our natural reaction is to run from the process. But you don't understand that that between the promise and the manifestation of the promise is a thing called process. You have to learn, and I have to learn, to be aware of what we're feeding our mind. What you feed your mind with is very key. It's just like what you feed your natural body with. Your natural body shows the result of that. Your mind is the same thing. If all you're listening to is negative talk around negative people, if all you're doing is hearing negativity, 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 gloom, despair, and it's like kind of watching the news hour, gloom, despair, and agony on me. That's why I don't like watching a lot of news because it's just a lot of negative because negativity gets ratings. What you feed your mind is what's going to come out of your mouth. You can feed it with negativity by listening to the negative voice even within yourself. We call it the enemy. We, we, call it the, we call it the devil. 
We call it the, the, the fighter of your purpose and your destiny. So what you feed your mind with is going to determine what's going to come out of your mouth. But if you feed your mind with positive thoughts, and I am a conqueror, I can do this, I can accomplish this, I can be happy, I'm going to be happy, I'm going to do this. When you start to feed it with positivity, by working towards your goals, taking those small steps, when it gets overwhelming, you're going to believe in yourself. No matter what, because you're taking those steps, you're moving in that direction, you're doing what it takes to accomplish the things and the goals and the boundaries that you set. So you have to conquer that mindset. You have to remain positive. So again, what do I need to do? Number one, build that boundary. Number two, take lessons from others. Number three, never stop trying. Number four, let go of those hard feelings. Number five, execute the right plan. And number six, conquer your mind. Listen, Zeno of Sidium said this, man conquers the world by conquering himself. So you have to make the decision and I have to make the decision that I am going to set these boundaries. I'm going to conquer this mind. I'm going to learn from other. I'm going to become the student and study the teacher so that one day I can be the teacher that other students study. This is so key. So you have to make these decisions. Overcoming the struggles of life. Listen, I need you to do me a favor. If you haven't done it already, I need you to subscribe to this podcast. I need you to follow this podcast. Whatever platform you're on, hit the follow, hit the share button. And not only that, but help us grow by sharing this podcast, posting it on your social media, texting it to your friends. You can download this cat, this podcast. You can text it to your friends and whatever platform you're on. Help us reach as many as we can because the more followers we get, the more subscribers we get, the more opportunity we have to reach more people. This is very key. Listen, you can follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, YouTube. Just search Jerome A. Bouverette. This is very key. You can follow us on all of that social media platforms. Listen, for more information on our ministry, for more information on our upcoming speaking engagements, because, you know, we might just be coming to an area near you, or maybe you've got a topic that you'd like us to teach on, you can go onto our website, www.kbif.info. Again, www.kbif.info, and get our traveling engagements, our speaking engagements. Send us that email right through the contact session, or you can send a text to the office number listed, and it will send us a text message with your questions, your topics, and we will teach on those things. Listen, until next time, my friends, don't forget to subscribe, share, follow, and take the time today to discover the greatness within.